0: That's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com
1: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade
2: Talk Radio.
3: Riders on the Storm
1: You are listening to an InfoWars.com Frontline Report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance.
3: It's Thursday, September 10th. The year is 2020, 53 days out. And look at these mainstream headlines. Mad Dog Mattis discussed secret military coup against President Trump while serving in his White House. Law to overthrow US government. Who told you about that back at the time and who fingered Mattis specifically? Ann McMaster and Fiona Hill. She was before Congress last year and she went on 60 minutes and said, I don't even know what a globalist is. She headed the most powerful Soros Foundation. And she was on the board of some of his other foundations, and she's the main writer at theglobalist.com. That's like Batman saying his uniform isn't black. It's like Superman saying he doesn't have an S on his chest, but this is their level of gaslighting, like Nadler. Saying, There's no such thing as Antifa. <laughs> My wife was even talking to some of her family that are liberals, and she's like, what do you think of Antifa attacking? And they go, oh, that doesn't exist. Because the news said so. It's like saying, you know, the American flag was designed by Betsy Ross in 1776, and it's red, white, and blue. Betsy Ross towards Washington. And people go, no, it's not. It's green, yellow, and black. You go, no, it's not. They go, yes, it is. CNN says so. Cue the Twilight Zone music. So, we've been aware of this coup. Oh, let me tell you, I've been aware of it. I have really gotten to enjoy the FBI and the CIA and all of these different state agencies harassing me and trying to destroy us and trying to destroy my family. But, you know, I've signed on for this, so I understand that uh, these are illegitimate rogue groups and that I believe America will wake up and get rid of them, but... Woodward's book is a lot of lies and a lot of stuff that's true. I know it's true. I know it isn't because I've studied the whole thing. And he's saying Mattis wanted to coup because Mattis is a good guy. This is selling the idea of a coup 53 days out that we told you they're going to try. We told you they're canvassing behind the scenes. So this is coming out in the open to make it look legitimate. So he mixes a bunch of lies in with the fact that Mattis met with Republicans and Democrats overseas and conspired to have a 25th Amendment coup d'etat against El Presidente. Well, that didn't happen, but they're trying again. Now, we now know, and it's in his book, the reason I know it's accurate, in 2017 and then again in 2018, right before he left, they would go on CNN, all these different CIA, FBI, globalists, Phil Mudd, Clapper, Brennan, and they'd say, oh, he'll be gone by December, and Blitzer, Wolf Blitzer would say, you mean a, a tw- impeachment? 25th Amendment? They go, no, something else. And Blitzer, oh, 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 like, why are you saying that on TV? They were saying it so their stay-behind networks in the government would believe it was legitimate and would believe they were about to take out a Russian agent. So the first thing I did reading where Woodward said this happened was go back and look at the dates, and it's indeed when they were, it was about a month before the two times they came out and, and put it out in the news as a trial balloon. Hey, the government's going to kill the president. Hey, we're going to remove him. Hey, we're going to drug him and arrest him. And we knew at the time that they were trying to spike his food with some type of uh, chemical that would make him have a hallucination or pass out, and then by the time they got into the hospital, Trump would never make it out of there alive or in a coma. So that's the type of people we're dealing with. Mattis is a wimp. Mattis can't tie his shoelaces. He couldn't fight his way out of a wet paper bag. He's built up as this tough guy because he's an empty, no one piece of un-American garbage in a coup plot against the president with John McCain, Obama, and Hillary, and all of them will pay mad dog he's a little shrunken rat he's a disgrace to america and the marine corps
1: using free speech to free minds it's the david knight show
0: September 16th, 2020. I'm David Knight, your host. Today, we're going to take a look at the state of the lockdown, the undeclared martial law, as we've now entered day 184. And one of the questions I want to pose today, because we now have some investigations and more questions about the Boeing 737 MAX, MAX. And so if this was a VAX instead of a Boeing MAX, what liability would Boeing have? (laughs) Would they have to pull it off the market? Would they be given tens of billions of dollars by the Trump administration to, I don't know, make it go faster? This is the issue, folks. We have to look at the repeal of our Constitution, at the repeal of our liberties, this is, as far as I'm concerned, and if you listen to this program, you know this is why I hang out on this issue. Because there is no other issue. If you're going to throw away the Constitution, don't talk to me about politics. They've got every kind of distraction. I was disappointed, frankly, even though I agreed with what he had to say about the issue. I was disappointed to see Rand Paul talking about, well, we got calls to federalize Uh, issues around college sports and so forth, let's not major in the minors here. Dr. Rand Paul should be talking about not only the medical fraud and corruption that is here, but he also ought to be talking about the Constitution. This is the elephant in the room that the Republicans don't want to talk about. And it's about time we have this conversation nationally. I don't know how to get anybody else interested in this. It's unbelievable to me. I look at this and people criticize President Trump for presiding over the destruction of our Constitution and our economy. And you have his supporters say, well, you know, on Twitter, they're always, what are you going to do? You're going to vote for Biden? No, I'm not going to vote for Biden. I'm not going to vote for Trump. I'm not going to vote for Biden. I'm not going to vote for Joe Jorgensen. None of them support the Constitution or individual liberty or any choice any kind of health freedom, we are descending into the worst kind of tyranny, a new dark ages that's going to be held in place by very powerful, all-pervasive, pan tyranny of surveillance. And I saw comments from Joe Jorgensen that just were stunning. I'll give them to you coming up. When we talk about this lockdown. But today we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about liability. We're going to talk about fraud. By the way, the uh, Chinese virologist, and she was on Tucker Carlson, so you probably saw it. Everybody watches Tucker. And uh, a couple of days ago, she went on Twitter and Zero Hedge says, well, I give it about two days before she's kicked off of Twitter. And that was exactly what happened. She got kicked off yesterday. She was talking about how they're trying to uh, silence her, trying to kill her for exposing the fact that this was an engineered virus. And let me tell you simply because it is an engineered virus. And fortunately, these idiots at the NIH and at UNC Chapel Hill and the Wuhan uh, 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 Biosafety Level 4 lab don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. They tried to kill us. They eventually will if we don't stop these gain-of-function research programs. This corruption, this population control in both senses of the word, they want to eradicate the vast bulk of humanity. And the remaining 10% to 1% of us that are here, they want to make sure they know everything that we're doing and they have us under constant surveillance and tracking. And we better stop that, because eventually they're going to get it right.
1: In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show.
0: It's Wednesday, September 16th, year of our Lord 2020. I'm David Knight, your host, and it is now day 184, 184 days of undeclared martial law, of unconstitutional lockdown, of billions, tens of billions of dollars being poured into a vaccine, rushed to market without any Testing, Uh, there's not going to be any testing. They don't ever test vaccines. And, of course, it's going to be mandated like the masks, like social distancing, because, you know, you're going to die if you don't get it. So, of course, it's going to be mandated. But none of this matters, does it? Because as you look at the headlines everywhere, New York Post, for example, the dawn of a new Middle East, the Abraham Accords. Because, see, none of this matters. If we can just stop the Israelis and the Arabs from shooting at each other for a couple of weeks, passing them probably massive amounts of money, just like uh, Washington is throwing money around to keep people pacified as they dig a Great Depression hole for everyone. Well, if we can keep them pacified for a little while, then none of this stuff matters, right? Let's just pat ourselves on the back and forget about the lockdown and the destruction of our form of government. You know, there's an article by Peter Hitchens out of the UK talking about how the British government is wading into the swamp of despotism one muzzle at a time. That's exactly right. He said the government, and he's talking about the UK government, but listen to how similar this is to the United States. The government has no legal right to impose the severe and miserable restrictions on our lives with which it has wrecked the economy brought needless grief to the bereaved and the lonely and destroyed our personal liberty. Boy, that sums it up, doesn't it? You can't have weddings. You can't have funerals. People dying alone. I've had so many people writing me articles about how they have elderly family members uh, dying alone because they have uh, tested positive for some kind of a respiratory illness. And again, the PCR tests that they're using will flag as a positive any coronavirus, any cold, any pneumonia. And of course, it's not even necessary to use that. In the early days, they pointed out the fact they don't have any tests. And now you got a lot of the uh, hospitals. As a matter of fact, the hospital lobbying association is saying, you know, wait a minute, uh, you told us uh, you, you you want proof now about these COVID diagnoses? You told us in the early days that You didn't have any tests, and the tests didn't work, and we should just use our own clinical judgment and just assume that they had COVID-19 so we could get the money. And now you don't want us to get the money without proving this to you somehow? But wait a minute, the tests still don't work, and we still don't have them, right? But you put somebody in there, you diagnose them as positive, you pump them up with uh, expensive remdesivir because Fauci said so, You put them on a ventilator and kill 80% of them. uh, And uh, they die alone without even being able to see their family members. And then we have people dying because they are alone, committing suicide. And the destruction of our Constitution, our society, our economy, our liberty. And he quoted in an interview... A retired Supreme Court judge in the UK, Lord Sumpton, and he said in an interview, he said, I don't myself believe that the act confers on the government the powers that it is purported to exercise. And what he's talking about is the Public Health Act of 1984. (laughs) We have our own 1984 act. Of course, uh, I'm talking about it in terms of Orwellian issues, not in terms of the date that it was actually passed. As I was talking yesterday uh, to David Martin and uh, uh Mickey Willis about Plandemic two and if you haven't seen those interviews, very good interviews um, uh, not that I did anything. I just let them talk and they had a lot to say. You should see those interviews. we have them up at band uh, dot video and uh, under my um, under my subsection there uh you also can find them on twitter but uh, Take a look at what they have to say. Take a look at that documentary as well. Bombshell information. And uh, David Martin went a bit further yesterday uh, with some updates. But folks, when we go back and we look at event 201, and we look at the simulations that happened before that, the Kledex Act, and then I, I showed at the very beginning of this. I went back to 2009. I showed one of these events. They've been doing them every year since June of 2001. That's right. Three months. Before September 11th, they started running one of these. And it was called Dark Winter. And they had already written their act, the Model State Health Emergency Powers Act, which purported to get around the Constitution by pushing it out to, you know, that the 10th Amendment would stop the federal government from enacting a kind of medical martial law that we have right now. So they pushed out these suggestions. Model legislation. And this is something that's done frequently. Soros does this for the Democrats. There's an organization that does it for the Republicans predominantly, the American Legislative Exchange Council, ALEC. They will have conferences for the Republicans and conferences for the Democrats. They will hand them model legislation for something that uh, this organization wants and just, uh, you know, put the name of your state at the top, sign it at the bottom, and turn in your homework when you get back. And they do it. Uh, that's the way the war on drugs was passed. You had the UN write the schedules and the prohibitions, and they put the you know, four different schedules of drugs. They made marijuana schedule number one. And they did that in 1961. They handed it out to the heads of various governments, and then Richard Nixon signed it 10 years later in 1971 and called it his war on drugs. No, it was the U.N.'s war on drugs. This is happening all the time. These people that we elect from the presidents to the governors to the legislators and congressmen, they're basically puppets for hidden interests. These elections are a sham. They turned their power over to bureaucrats who write the rules. And you can see what they're doing right now. But they uh, they did their simulation three months before September 11th. They wrote the Model State Health Emergency Powers Act. And then after 9-11, uh, they pushed it out when they had their anthrax scare. I said, you better put this in. And they'd already stockpiled the anthrax as well. They wrote the legislation. They stockpiled the anthrax. As David Martin was pointing out yesterday, hadn't had an outbreak with anthrax for decades. (laughs) More than decades. So where'd this come from? It was a plan. It's always been a plan. As I've said many times. Three buildings fell because two planes hit them. Fell into their footprints in New York. Yeah, we've had two false flags now, two decades apart, but that's all one plan, and it's all converging together. So Peter Hitchens talks about this uh, Public Health Act of 1984. It was drawn up mainly to give local magistrates the power to quarantine people who they know are sick. We don't care about that anymore. You don't have to be found guilty anymore either. You know, we have things like the War on Drugs. They just take your property or punish you, whatever. No charges filed, no convictions obtained. You just do it, whatever you want. And that's what we're seeing right now with the lockdown and the martial law. It's the same principle that they established with the war on drugs. These people are destroying every foundation of due process and individual liberty that we've had, in rule of law, that has been established over centuries in the West. And yet we quibble over the little tiny things to keep people distracted in these elections uh, I have more to say about this and I'm going to tell you you know when people say well what are you going to do about it you going to vote for Joe Biden nope not going to vote for Joe Biden either uh, <laughs> not gonna vote I wish if there was none of the above was on the ballot nota uh, I would show up and vote but I'm not participating in this fraud any longer and I'll tell you why
3: when we come back stay with us It couldn't have been scripted any better. That's because it was completely scripted, and we even know the names of the United Nations, Rockefeller Foundation, Bill Melinda Gates, and John Hopkins documents. We have the script, just like you'd have for a Hollywood movie. And it's designed to freeze civilization and have a post-Renaissance stagnation or new dark age and a total consolidation of all wealth and power. In the hands of the kleptocratic post-humanist. The magnitude of this is unfathomable, but you can see all the checkboxes of tyranny are being marked carefully. Every I dotted, every T crossed, a total societal vertical integration, takeover, medical tyranny, total surveillance. The big tech heads on average have had their wealth go up 35% in the last eight months. And of course, Jeff Bezos has basically doubled his. Everyone is being forced onto their system, the post-human robot takeover. You're being made obsolete. I don't have to tell you that fish oil is known to be so good for your brain, so good for your heart, so good for your cells, your cardiovascular system, your lungs, your sleep. It's amazing. Well, we set out a few years ago to go out and develop with top manufacturers the strongest, highest quality, purest fish oil out there. And this blend is amazing. Ultimate fish oil, back in stock at moreshore.com. Wild anchovy purified fish oil, ultra pure Arctic krill oil, high quality wild caught salmon oil, vitamin D, vitamin E. Supports optimal heart health, supports optimal joint health, supports optimal cognitive health, supports immune function, supports vascular health, supports circulatory health. It goes on and on. Get your ultimate fish oil. Discounted with free shipping right now at InfoWarsStore.com and ultimate krill oil as well. InfoWarsStore.com.
0: It's politics time, and we've got lots of happy news, don't we? We have the Abraham Accord. Uh, We've now got a new accord. I don't know how much they bribed the Israelis and the Arabs to stop shooting each other for a while. Uh, But now we have the dawn of a new Middle East, and we'll see how long that lasts. But nothing to worry about, since your government has now uh, got economic sanctions and warfare against you here in America. No, well, don't pay any attention to that. And we have uh, Pompeo telling us that by spring of 2021, we're going to get the troops out of Afghanistan. Can't do it in the first four years, right? <laughs> but they'll do it in the first four weeks of the next four years, if you just vote for them again. <laughs> yeah, uh, fool me once shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. As we're looking at the uh, article by Peter Hitchens talking about how the British government is doing the same thing to them. And of course, it is a conservative British government that is screwing the people, destroying Western civilization there, just like it's a conservative government doing it here. Uh, They talked about the Public Health Act of 1984. That's the basis for almost all the sheaves of increasingly hysterical decrees. Against normal life, as Peter Hitchens puts it, which the health secretary, Matt Hancock, has issued since March. He says it's uh, very unusual for a retired senior judge to use the kind of language that was put out by Lord Sumption to decry this and to go public. And this is what he had to say. He pointed out that the powers that they claim that they have under the Public Health Act of 1984 do not exist in the way they're using it. He says, yeah, they do have powers in the shape of the former formidable Civil Contingencies Act, which under the prime minister could do all the things he has done. But it requires regular parliamentary scrutiny and renewal, which is exactly what is happening here in the United States. We have governors, you know, because they shuffled this off. Oh, no, we just have guidelines and recommendations from the Trump White House, and we'll leave it to the Republican governors like Greg Abbott to do the lockdown and Republican governors like Brad Little to do the lockdown. And then to say, well, uh, yeah, we were supposed to, under our law, we were supposed to have a review of this, not allowed to do this for more than 90 days. No, no, no. I'm not going to let the legislature meet in Idaho, said Brad Little. And, of course, they're not meeting here in Texas either. The governors just continue to go on without having any review or renewal because the legislators have also taken a pass on all of this. So we have left common law in the U.K. We have left common sense, and we've left the Constitution here in the United States on the floor. And if you think there's somebody else to vote for there, I mean, you know, Biden can't wait to do this. Well, I should say Harris because it's now the Harris-Biden ticket. He is so out of it. He's even calling it that himself. I mean, that's the only thing about this election cycle that I enjoy is watching the Biden gaffes. It's a little bit of dark humor involved in here uh, because with Biden, you know that he's just a puppet. <laughs> that's been true of all the rest of these guys as well. It's just never been more painfully obvious. It's never been more painfully obvious that these people are Marxists, that they want to destroy this country, and it's never been more painfully obvious that they're puppets. And perhaps, perhaps the people who should be standing up and opposing this would stand up and oppose Biden. I don't know. I don't know. But when we look at uh, somebody that you might think would stand for individual liberty, reason, says, well, you know, you have a libertarian alternative to Biden and Trump this November. Oh, really? You do? And so they have a fawning article about Joe Jorgensen. Let me tell you, I know Joe Jorgensen. I don't have any personal uh, dislike of Joe. She's fine. She's amiable. Uh, I got to know her when I was working in the Libertarian Party. She was a running mate of Harry Brown, a man I had a great deal of respect for, both his integrity and his intelligence. Joe was kind of an identity politics candidate, and she remains that today. And let me give you evidence of this. In this article from Reason Magazine, uh, she says, uh, Is it right for the government to take away tens of millions of jobs? I say no. Okay, so far so good. But then listen to what she has to say. Young people could be out there and have no more risk than having the flu. Is that why it's not right, Joe? Pragmatism? Pragmatism? Not liberty, not the Constitution, but pragmatism? That's what you're going to sell us as a libertarian candidate? And then she goes further to make it clear that she really doesn't understand or care about the Constitution and individual liberty. Uh, She says the private sector could lead the way. And she points out that Walmart required masks to be worn at all their stores. That's right. 67% of their stores, where they required masks to be worn, there was no government mandate. That was being led by the corporation. Reason Magazine and Joe Jorgensen think that's a good thing. She says, quote, It shows that, yes, we can be adults without the government telling us we need to be adults. Well, Joe, if you don't understand what the real issue is here, the real issue is that these private corporations have been used to take away free speech on the Internet. These private corporations for decades, Joe, have been used to take away free speech in debates. Perhaps you don't remember that. You were excluded because there was a private corporation that was running the debates. And they said, well, we don't have except the private corporation wasn't running. Who was running the private corporation? The Republicans and the Democrats. That's why they didn't have the third parties in the debates. This argument has been used for decades to silence people like you, Joe. It's unbelievable that you don't understand this tactic that is being used. And now it's been used on the internet to silence free speech on the internet and to keep you out of the debates. It'll be a private corporation that keeps you out of the debates. You want a private corporation to keep people out of the stores if they don't do what the people behind the scenes want them to do. It is a technocracy, and this is the issue. Undeclared martial law that's now gone on for more than six months. Lockdowns, mask mandates, soon to be followed by vaccine mandates. This is the issue of our time. And it's not being addressed by any politician at any level in any party. Let me tell you what the difference is between democracy, demagoguery, and a constitutional republic. It's not just this. It's President Trump, who's now coming out and attacking Biden for wearing a mask and saying that we ought to wear masks. It was Donald Trump who did a fundraising letter telling you you ought to wear a mask and linking to the CDC that said your mask may protect other people, their mask may protect you. He is sticking his finger into the wind, and he is looking to see what public opinion is. And then he's telling you whatever you want to hear. That is demagoguery. That is pandering to democracy. It is ignoring our
3: constitutional republic. Big tech is the global straitjacket of the new world order. It is the enforcement system, the surveillance system. It's going to track everything you do, everywhere you go, everything you say, everything you basically think, and then reward or punish you for those behaviors. And they're not liberals. That's a complete and total cover. They are monsters that love authoritarianism and are building towards a post-human world. Their mission is to destroy indigenous communities, annihilate small towns, annihilate all human culture, and consolidate us all, isolate us all, and then carry out our orderly extermination. This is their public master plan. And COVID-19 is the cover for the rollout of this digital control system. Ladies and gentlemen, it's only going to get worse from here. When you see officials from Apple, Google, Facebook, Twitter, you are looking at people way more smart and way more evil than Hitler. They want to murder you and your family. You have been warned.
1: You're listening to The David Knight Show. Sense common again. You're listening to the David Knight Show.
0: Well, as President Trump tries to make a little bit of a distinction between himself and Joe Biden over these mask mandates, as President Trump is pushing us into a mandated vaccine. Uh, he's coming out saying, well, I, you know, Joe, these guys, they, they want to wear the mask and so forth. Well, I don't know. Well, I'm not too big a fan of that now. It was just a couple of weeks ago that he nagged his supporters about putting on a mask and included a clip to the CDC. And I don't know how many of you followed that link to the CDC. But it said your mask may protect others and their mask may protect you. They didn't have the courage to even say that it will protect others. But of course, the logical question is, if it, uh, your mask protects other people, then why doesn't your mask protect you? But that's the argument that they've always made with vaccines. Your vaccine may protect other people. Their vaccine may protect you. They don't argue that the vaccine is going to protect you. Uh, can you understand where this is going? As a matter of fact, I had uh, some guy push back on Twitter when I put a thing out about the mask mandates. He says, well, I'm in Texas and I don't mind wearing a mask. It's these people, private property, if they want me to wear a mask, I'll just wear it, no big deal. I said, well, maybe you might understand the pattern here. And I said, you know, it was just a year ago they were saying that about the MMR vaccine. Then they said the same thing about the mask. I'll leave it up to you to see if you can discern a pattern. But he couldn't because he came back and said, well, I still don't see any big deal with that. Well, if you don't understand that, I really can't help you. <laughs> it's called a syllogism. And if you can't think logically, then there's nothing I can do to connect those dots any further than to give you the two premises and leave it up to you to understand the conclusion. And even when I tell you the conclusion, you don't understand the logic behind it. And so when we look at this and what is happening in Pennsylvania, for example, well, before we do, before we do, you know what President Trump tweeted out about the CDC in terms of saying your mask may protect others and their mask may protect you. When I was uh, gone, I saw an ad that was served up to me on YouTube from Uber. And I want to play this for you. Because what they did, I, like I said, a lot of people didn't follow through and look at that idiotic propaganda that was pushed out by Trump that was being put out by the CDC. And so in case you didn't get the message, here's the commercial from Uber that illustrates this. Let's go ahead and play video clip number nine. you wear a mask... You could protect, you know, Jen protects Chelsea, Chelsea protects Raphael. They keep showing different people and they shift the uh, names on here. They keep showing different ones. It doesn't ever say that your mask protects you. These ridiculous cloth masks are supposed to protect other people. (laughs) We protect each other. Isn't that nice? Because, see, there's no concern about individual health. There's no concern about individual liberty. Individual health and individual liberty must be sacrificed to the group. It takes a village to keep you from getting sick. It takes a village to raise your family. It takes a village to do everything to you. It takes a village to shoot you in the back of the head and push you in a ditch because that's what the village eventually winds up doing. We had a federal judge rule on Monday that uh, the Pennsylvania governor, Tom Wolf's COVID restrictions were unconstitutional. And kudos to this federal judge. Listen to what he had to say. Uh, oh, by the way, <clears throat> they're not saying that they're going to accept this decision. That's interesting. Finally, <laughs> you have a a, uh, a uh, governor and a state government saying, well, I'm not sure that we're going to pay attention to judicial supremacy. And they only do that when the judge is right. Yeah, we are aware of the ruling, and we are reviewing the, deci- the decision. Unbelievable. It's kind of like that other grifter, Fagan, from Oliver. <laughs> we are reviewing the situation <laughs> as he picks their pockets. Uh, U.S. District Judge William Strickman IV Fourth said this, quote, The liberties protected by the Constitution are not fair-weather freedoms, in place when times are good, but able to be cast aside in times of trouble. Absolutely right. He goes on to say, "This There is no question that this country has faced and will face emergencies of every sort. But the solution to a national crisis can never be permitted to supersede the commitment to individual liberty. That stands as the foundation of the American experiment. The Constitution cannot accept the concept of a new normal, quote-unquote, where the basic liberties of the people can be subordinated to open-ended emergency mitigation measures. Rather, the Constitution sets certain lines that may not be crossed even in an emergency. Actions taken by defendants crossed those lines. That's the governor. Of uh, Pennsylvania, he's talking about. He crossed the line. It is the duty of the court to declare those actions unconstitutional. Who is this guy, Judge William Strickland? Look, uh, Strickman, sorry, uh, Judge Strickman. If you would run, <laughs> if you would run for office, sir, I would do anything I could. Probably quit this job and, and <laughs> become a full time campaigner for you. I haven't heard anybody in government even mention individual liberty of the Constitution in the context of this stuff. For the last six months, it's not even been talked about. This guy laid it out. It is the foundation of the American experiment. Individual liberty. And the Constitution matters. And it can't be thrown out by governors or by bureaucrats. We have a divided government by purpose. And the purpose is to make sure that when one of these branches of government tramples on the Constitution and on individual liberty, it is the right and the duty of the other branches to stop that. So if you have the federal judiciary trampling on it, the state government ought to protect our individual liberties and vice versa. And the president has the right and the duty to do this, and he's not doing it. Where is A.G. Barr? And when I look at this eloquent speech that got every aspect of this right, we have constitutional lines that may not be crossed even in an emergency. We're always going to have emergencies. And we can't trash the Constitution whenever there's an emergency. Why can't this be said by Trump or by Biden or even by the libertarian candidate, Joe Jorgensen? Why can't anybody say that? And we've gotten to the point where these people don't even understand what they're running for. Meanwhile, Pennsylvania lawmakers are considering a bill that would make not wearing a mask a misdemeanor. In other words, a crime. Now, maybe they haven't understood what the real intention of all of this is. Joe Jorgensen said, "Well, we can be adults. We can let Walmart tell us what we can and cannot do. We can let Twitter and Facebook tell us what we can and cannot say. And we can let the National Retail Federation ban us from being able to shop or from having jobs or from being able to travel because we're adults and we can let the corporations rule us. See, this is the problem with the libertarians. The libertarians think corporations can do no wrong. The Democrats uh, think that government can do no wrong. And the Republicans bring the two of them together (laughs) in a kind of fascism to destroy everything. No, you have to understand that they work as a partnership. It's a partnership, a fascist partnership. And so if they're going to do this, they're going to have a misdemeanor uh, to uh, come after you if you don't wear a mask. Well, that's going to open up some due process challenges. And the New England Journal of Medicine said, we don't want to have that. Don't want to have that with masks. We don't want to have that especially with vaccines. We want it to be done by the private sector, you know, by Walmart and by your employer. We'll talk more about that when we come back. Stay with us.
3: I don't want to be right about this prediction. In fact, it's it's not a prediction. It is a forecast. If we continue down the economic road we're on globally with the ongoing COVID-19 lockdowns and the structure to productivity... It will continue to accelerate these ripple effects that are breaking down supply chains that will starve tens of millions of additional people in the third world and destroy decades of human infrastructure uh, that's been built. It will annihilate the funding of that and put the entire first world in even deeper debt, which we're being maneuvered into. So I really think the smart move is to end all these lockdowns immediately and prosecute the people that... Uh, launch the giant COVID scam, the giant COVID con game. There's really just a big power grab. But in case we can't reverse all this, we better start digging in and getting storable food and getting prepared to be self-sufficient. Because That's the name of their game is to make us dependent on them. So get self-sufficient now, InfoWars.com.
2: We here at InfoWars are proud to announce the first ever Kava Kava Root Supplement that is now available at InfoWarsStore.com. Kava is one of the hottest new breakthroughs in the natural health world today, though it has been used for hundreds of years in the Pacific Islands for its relaxation and euphoric effects. According to ancient Samoan legend, Kava was given as a gift by the sun god Tagaloa, We do expect to sell this new product quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting Infowarsstore.com.
1: You're listening to The David Knight Show.
0: Supporters of Senate Bill 1287 says the Pennsylvanians who don't wear masks are recklessly endangering other people and not following the rules. (laughs) Yeah, we got rules. And uh, if you don't follow them, you're endangering other people. And this is the argument that's going to be used to force you to uh, get a vaccine. Look, when they run this thing through, first of all, there's going to be a due process challenge because they're going to make this at least a misdemeanor. People need to fight this. You've got to fight for your freedoms. Don't let them steamroll you. And I've got an example here of a man who's doing exactly that in Iowa. But I think one of the ways to challenge this is to say, okay, well, uh, it's going to be a misdemeanor to uh, wear a, to not wear a mask. Wear something that is obviously permeated with holes. (laughs) You remember the picture we've shown you many times, the guy, I think it was a, paintball mask that the guy had you know big gaping uh uh, areas there in the front of the mask and nobody was concerned about that you know when all this stuff was brand new and everybody was uh, very very uh, zealous to enforce this at walmart and other places they've now kind of backed off of that as i said there it is right there look at that you can see his entire face there (laughs) it's like a you know Semi-facial nudity there. He's got a uh, mask negligee. So wear something like that, that obviously is, uh, you know, you're going to say, well, you're going to call this not a mask? Well, I want you to define in your law here. You say you got a law? Well, you define what a mask is. Because, see, even the N95 masks are not effective for this. And so if you're going to tell people they've got to wear a cloth mask, then, well, how you know, how... Uh, Thick to- <laughs> Good job, guys. There you go. There's Nadler wrestling with his mask. <laughs> gets caught In his glasses. Oh, that's a that's a funny one. Anyway, they, you know, just define whatever the mask is. <laughs> There's the guy. The uh, I don't know if that was real or not, but he puts a an old fashioned air filter uh, from a um, uh, a car on his head. <laughs> define what a mask is. This is. I say this is a mask. It doesn't say in your legislation anywhere. So that's one way that you could do this. You can come up with all kinds of garbage things. And say, well, say, define, this is not a mask. But then we're going to have robots to enforce this, right? Because this is where this all ultimately goes. Zero Hedge is uh, pointing out that as some Wall Street banks have summoned traders and other employees back to the office, their ability to enforce social distancing measures will be challenging. Unless human-like mask-detecting robots are deployed. See, they don't want to have, and this is one of the reasons why Walmart is back, back on this, because you know some people, uh, like me, start to get really upset when you start demanding that I wear a mask. And so for my own safety, not because I'm afraid of getting COVID, but because I'm afraid of going ballistic and getting arrested, because I've already gone verbally ballistic in a restaurant, uh, so I don't want to uh, get into physical alteration with somebody. And, uh, and probably get the worst end of it myself. <laughs> so as a result, I don't go anywhere anymore. Uh, first time I went anywhere was on this trip back to North Carolina. And uh, we're actually able to go to restaurants in North Carolina and Tennessee on our way back. Actually surprised that even though they had signs, even though the staff were wearing masks, they don't care. And uh, they're backing back off of this stuff. So now they've got to bring in the robots because the robots are going to nag you about this. So they've got a new one designed uh, by SoftBank Robotics. It's called Pepper. Pepper is the world's first social humanoid robot able to recognize faces and basic human emotions. It's about 47 inches tall, and it uses optical sensors, and it uses artificial intelligence to recognize if people are wearing masks. And if you're not wearing a mask, it says, you always have to wear a mask properly. It starts nagging you. Uh, and so <laughs> the good news about this is that this is a fight I think I could definitely win, especially with a baseball bat. Uh, this thing is only 47 inches high, and it hasn't been equipped <laughs> by Boston Dynamics yet. It can't do somersaults. It can't shoot me with uh, <laughs> any weapons yet. So uh, I think I could probably handle that thing with a baseball bat especially 47 inches high. Uh, So it's going to sit there and (laughs) nag you uh, because, you know, they don't have to worry about you, uh, I guess, you know, just to uh, fine you for destroying this thing. Uh, But they said they're going to have the idea of having a humanoid robot patrolling the office buildings makes a whole lot more sense compared to employing humans, says Zero Hedge. Oh, does it? Does it? Well, it does in the sense that you don't want to have the Humans fighting each other. You can just find people for when they destroy this robot. Pipper can even alert management of repeated non-mask offenders. Oh, I bet it can't. The little snitch. With J.P. Morgan and other Wall Street banks requesting employees to return back to the office where some of these folks, listen to this, spent the summer partying in the Hamptons without masks. Why is that a problem then? If they spent the summer partying in the Hamptons, then why do they have to wear a mask? Obviously, they're still alive, right? So it's no problem. In New York, they have announced that they're going to put in fifty-dollar fines. Uh, Cuomo has said, "If you're not wearing a mask and you're trying to ride uh, the subways, there, we're doing what we're doing is using another tool in our toolbox to get mask compliance. We want people on the subway system. They know the cars are cleaner and disinfected. Oh, really? Are they?" I remember, this is what the governor is saying, Cuomo. <laughs> this is a, you might want to go back and look at his history with nursing homes before you get into his subways system. Uh, remember at the beginning of this, you had his either Cuomo or de Blasio, I forget which one of them. And they were saying, yeah, we're, we're, we are, they'd locked down New York, but they were still letting people on the subways, And they said, and we're cleaning them every three days. <laughs> And I went back and I looked at how many people ride the New York subway per day. 5.7 million people on average per day. Uh, So every three days, they're washing those subway systems down every 18 million riders, whether they need it or not. (laughs) This is why you want to have private vehicles instead of riding the uh, vomit trains that are there. In Nevada, we have the company that hosted President Trump's indoor campaign on Sunday is now being fined $3,000 by the Democrat Governor Sisolak. And and when I look at this, I have a question. Uh, Not only is this tyranny and political retaliation, and that's right, that's the way Gateway Pundit puts it, and that is right. It is tyranny. It is political retaliation. But I have a question. Is President Trump or Attorney General Barr, going to do anything to support his supporter who held the rally there and is now facing a $3,000 fine? Do you think? Will they actually do something for once to defend somebody's individual liberties even when that person uh, <laughs> is being punished for supporting President Trump? I don't think so. Quite frankly, I don't think so. You know, we were told that he was going to lock her up. Instead, he locked us down. And he's allowed these people to do it. We have an Iowa bar owner arrested for flouting social distancing rules. The owner of an Iowa bar, reports the New York Post, uh, the bar was named Poor Bastard's Pub. And he spells it P O U R. (laughs) Poor bastard's pub. He was busted for letting drinkers flout social distancing rules and then ripping up the charge she- uh, sheet when served at his bar. When the cops first came to his bar, <clears throat> he allegedly told them that he did not believe in state issued guidelines and would let anyone come in who wanted to be there. So they returned last Thursday night to serve him with a criminal charge for public health violations, which he tore up. <laughs> He was then hit with extra charges for struggling with the police who then arrested him. And so, Seriously, though, this is how people get seriously injured or killed because of excessive regulations that then breed excessive force. I'm with this guy. I think this guy, <laughs> there he is right there, uh, hero of the day, Charles King. I think uh, we ought to call him the Sam Adams of the day. Sam Adams, another bartender who understood individual liberty. Uh, And so then they start fishing around until they find a vape cartridge that they said contained 87% THC and 0.2% CBD. Because, you know, that's how they've been coming after us with bogus UN, the other bogus UN agenda, the war on drugs, for a long time. And then that brings us to the church which we'll talk about when we come back. John MacArthur. Uh, Before we go to break, folks, I just want to remind you about the products that we have at InfoWarsStore.com. We have a lot of products up to 60% off and free shipping. Things like DNA Force Plus, 50% off plus free shipping. Eight-pack Power Stack, different variants of that, 60% off plus free shipping. As a matter of fact, we have vitamin D, our winter sun, and that has now been approved by Fauci. He says you ought to take vitamin D to get your immune system up to protect you from getting sick. How about that? InfoWordStore.com.
3: You can watch a factory of robots being controlled by wireless internet commands. But if you were a person just 200 years ago and you saw that, you'd think it was magic. You wouldn't even know really what the machines were or what was controlling them. So for that person, it would be spiritual or it would be something of a spirit. And it's similar to how ducks and butterflies and many other species of animal know how to fly thousands and thousands of miles back to the exact place where they were born. They're following magnetic lines. They have magnetic cells in their brains. We now know scientifically what's going on, but there's even a lot more than that. So when we talk about the spirit, uh, we're talking about all the dark matter. We're talking about all the things we don't understand, but we know it's there. And just like you can have a bunch of robots working off a wireless system, that's what's going on with this satanic transmission. It's working through people and that's how this entity behind it all is able to direct it because it is a consciousness manipulated through the space-time continuum.